Savage Mind listeners, this is Savage Mind Podcast. I am Jason, the brand of Savage Mind Designs. The fucking message is provocative. It's profound. It's stomped down savagery about getting our life in order, about being the best possible version of ourselves and every one of our loved ones, making no excuses, not allowing the people to be the victims, not sugarcoating anything, holding other people accountable, holding ourselves accountable first, saying what needs to be said, being a fucking truther, not taking shit, sticking to the facts. If it's our opinion, we say it's our opinion, being nice to many people as we can, and taking shit from nobody. We don't have to. How the fuck is we we doing today, folks? How are we doing this week? For me, what a fucking week. Still in recovery. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, We are in Texas. We are finally getting some good weather. And finally, we sprang the fuck forward this weekend. And I am fucking happy about it. This is my time of year. I cannot wait for the time change. I wish they'd do do away with it altogether. I like it getting dark at fucking 7 45 8 o'clock during the spring springtime and almost fucking 8 30 or 9 during the summer i'll take it i'll take less sleep i'd rather have more of my life although i do think sleep and things like that are in, in recovery are important at this stage in life in my 20s i always didn't think that way now i've learned to appreciate it that's the whole point of by getting older excuse me of growing older more experiences <clears throat> learning more experiencing more if you're not growing older you're just getting older and and if you're just getting older you're not gaining experiences that means you're not gaining any wisdom be careful about listening to those people so is getting towards the end of the week i am running a little bit later than i wanted to with this podcast uh because of some different challenges I took on myself, which changed it, uh, changed my schedule, and my work schedule got a little bit more hectic, and my res- uh, family and uh, personal responsibilities I already had, anyone that knows me, I do my very best, I feel like, of my ability to keep my word and follow through with my obligations, no matter how small, how big. Uh, if I do not, I communicate that. I do my best not to leave anyone hanging. That is a very big fucking deal to me. Your fucking word. In today's society we live in, people don't value their word and they don't value other people's word. Mainly because people don't give a fuck because they don't want to be held accountable themselves. I say that over and over. Yes. A person's word a handshake, someone's following through with what they say, it should still mean something. But it fucking doesn't. It does to me. And if it doesn't to you, then we can't be on the same fucking team. It's that simple. So, I just finished this last Sunday the David Goggins 4x4x48-hour challenge. Anyone that has ever done it, it hasn't been in existence very long. I may miss some things about this. I wanted to talk about this specifically in this podcast. This is a little bonus episode. We are at, let me see where we're at in the one year. Uh, little a year ago, I had had my podcast up for about a month. Uh, had a few episodes. 
this time a year ago, I was, I, anyone that is in the, on my social media sites, I was at my first ever PodFest Expo. I was very excited to be there as I got an invite. That's a long story too. Uh, my stuff wasn't paid for. I had to pay for it, pay for it myself. So me and my mama Sita drove straight down there. Uh, we stayed offsite. We didn't stay at the resort. Uh, we stayed at a, a, a still a very nice hotel. Uh, well, excuse me, a nice for us, decent, uh, affordable hotel with some amenities. But I really didn't have time to uh, uh, enjoy them. And uh, even with my tracking back and forth. Uh, the 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 Marriott World Resort where the Podfest Expo was at. The thing is, my understanding was I had to have one podcast uh, initiated on some platform to be a part of that, and I did. And I think I had two by the time I got there. And again, we're still in the video format. That's not by choice. No excuses. I'm working on the excuse me the audio part. I am working on the video part as we speak. I am trying to find the right space for myself. Anyone that has kept up with this podcast knows of the obstacles and the problems I've ran across trying to get my spot ready. Some circumstances have came up that are far more important, so I had to eliminate the space I was going to use. For now, I will get it back, but it's for a very good reason. Uh, I've had all my equipment for a long time. And then I went this last two or three weeks and I looked at three different places. One of them wasn't going to have no shitty internet connection. Another one wasn't affordable. Another one was too high traffic area. So I had to eliminate them. Again, the whole point to make this successful and to, to continue to get to the next level is to keep the overhead down. This is why listening, sharing, and subscriptions are so important. Again... You get to listen to it for free. I get why people don't subscribe when you get to listen to it for free. It's just like, um, you know, I haven't got Spotify Premium <laughs> because I really don't need it. Because I have a lot of my other stuff I listen to in my other playlist. Uh, but then again, when it comes to like listening to audiobooks, I have no problem paying for them whether I have the credits on my Audible or not. Because that goes, especially I know a couple of people that's written books and I'm working on, I will get back to writing books myself. Um, that's another story that's, that, that, that has always been part of the plans is for me to write some books. Uh, no, no expectations, but I will do it. I don't know if it's next year. I don't know if it's three years from now. I need to get to the next level on this. But uh, I've had to scratch all three of those ideas. They were all in my Exception of one was all in my uh, budget, and I had to eliminate that. that. I cannot spend too much on those things, being a one-person operation on everything I do pretty much, and with all my other obligations, and continue to grow this. That's why subscriptions are important. Again, it's not going to stop us. So, anyone that knows, knows I run. They knows I work out. They know I do monthly challenges of all sorts. I make up the challenges myself. Uh, I'm going to try to condense this because I'm going to talk about it later. A year ago, I was finishing up a half marathon in Fort Worth, Texas. Uh, we left a few days later, drove straight through to Orlando. Uh, I think outside of Alabama or Mississippi, me and my mama Sita hit, we hit so much rain. It was, 
huge thunderstorms. We feel like we hit them through a whole state. We end up sleeping in the car in a Whataburger parking lot outside of Mississippi, I believe. <laughs> and uh, the next day, we got to Florida. It totally fucking exhausted. Got our room, slept, and uh, it was a good event overall. It was cool. Met a lot of cool people. I ended up having to miss some uh, workshops and some seminars just because of the damn traffic going back and forth. The Marriott World Trade Center, I mean, excuse me, uh, World Center is over by Disney World, and you can imagine the traffic. And it was fucking spring break. So, officially, the coronavirus had already kicked off. We just didn't know about it yet. I don't think none of us hardly knew. But in a nutshell, my mamacita, people know I refer to my woman as mamacita, she was back at the room. She didn't go to the resort with me with the convention center, what, everything that was going on. She said she didn't think there was a need for her there. She had her drink. She was chilling back at the hotel about, uh, I say it's only about 12 or 13 miles across town. Maybe a little bit less. I don't remember. It's my first time being in Orlando. But she thought she was going to have her drinks, lay out by the pool. We had a nice pool, palm trees out there, a jacuzzi. And it was still way too cold. I mean, we went to Orlando for the first time. Didn't get in the water. Fucking beach was freezing. We even drove in some on some off time to Cape Canaveral just so we could see it. And there probably wasn't three people on the beach. I mean, it was fucking freezing. So I'm about warm weather. But nevertheless, she was watching her shows, uh, movies back in the room. I was at the convention center doing work, meeting people, trying to network, doing stuff. And... We weren't watching the news. And I really don't watch the news a lot anyway. Uh, apparently, we were hearing bits and pieces of this. By the time we got home, we're like, back in Texas, we're like, what the fuck happened? So a year ago this week, coronavirus, I was finished a half marathon, <clears throat> uh, came back from Orlando, and uh, wow, what a fucking year, right? And this time this year, just uh, I'm a, a little over a year into my podcast, over four, 50 episodes. I just had my two-year anniversary of my merchandise and my brand. Things are running slow because of trying to get orders in from the coronavirus. I mean, from uh, COVID-19, shit like that. Uh, lack of distribution, materials. I'm a one-two person operation. I can't afford to keep bulk. I have no problem saying that. Well, it's not that I can't afford it. I don't think it's beneficial for me to do that right now. We, The plan is nothing but moving forward. All my stuff is made to order. Anybody knows, knows I have a brand of merchandise. I have shirts. I have hats. I have uh, tanks. I have crop top fitted. I'm still working on that. I have a few and the, the, the women have loved them. I have panties, thongs, boy shorts, boyfriend briefs. I have hoodies. Uh, I have toboggans. Hey, we're getting there. All of it connected. Savage Mind Design, Savage Mind Podcast. This, this, in a matter of a week, I had decided to do the David Goggins Challenge. I follow him a lot. I live by a lot of his stuff. I read it. And I was, I felt like I was already a disciplined person already. Nothing of that fucking magnitude. I'm not even fucking comparing myself. I can't even, I'm not even going to even try to, Whisper that in the same breath. But in my world, the people I know, I am one of the most disciplined people I know. The handful of people I know that are more disciplined than me, they're fucking soldiers. They're warriors. Most of these people don't have a lot of responsibility. But I commend them. 
like I said, I don't know very many people that are more disciplined in my world. We're not talking about Goggins. We're not talking about Cameron Haynes. We're not talking about any of these people. I'm talking about in our world. I know a few personally, and it's a few, not a lot. So when I had decided to do, I've been following his stuff. I've listened to his audio book about three times. Still need to get the hardback copy. Haven't done that. And I, I will have that. I will do it both ways. Just to let you know, one of my great friends, a warrior who's a fucking savage, told me this. Made sense. Audio books are a life hack. They are. I drive a lot. I'm on the road a lot. I'm busy a lot. If It's not an excuse not to sit down and read a book, but... It's highly unlikely, unless I have downtime, that I'm going to be able to do that. Um, when I used to read a lot of books manually, physically, I didn't have a podcast. I didn't have a brand. I wasn't doing the training I am now. I had a different life. I had more time. I didn't have grandkids. I wasn't remodeling my house. I had more vacation time. So... If I got a choice between audiobooks or nothing, I'm going to listen to audiobooks. I was listening to one every few months because I have other online, maybe some online classes, maybe some fucking uh, uh, other, all kinds of content I listen to. I follow about four or five different podcasts. And just to keep up with all that, some of them are huge worldwide podcasts like the Joe Rogan Experience, things like that. And then I also try to listen to my local people, the people I network with, so I can give them support and uh, um, be sincere about it. Say, hey, I'm going to share it anyway, but I like to listen to it before I do. You know, uh, it's a lot to keep up with. I'm, a, I'm I like to say I'm a busy man. I'm a productive man. That's why I'm not very uh, uh, sympathetic to people who don't have time. I have a lot of responsibility on my shoulders and I still manage to get uh, the, the required sleep and uh I still think that I spread my time evenly, so uh, it's just where your it's where your priorities are at. So uh, I can look at somebody and tell where their priorities are at, whether they fuck around all the time or they're lazy or not. That's the truth. This this is the difference between judging people and being a judge of character. You can look at them and tell if they're a lazy fuck or they make excuses. It's just the truth. And uh, so my merchandise, training, my podcast, full time job. Step parent, parent, grandparent, remodel my house as I have time and have the money, train, and I got all my normal shit to do, pay fucking bills, mow the fucking grass, clean, go grocery shopping, go to fucking movies, try to spend time with the kids, all this, so, no, I'm not very understanding, and again, there's people that's more efficient with their time than me, them are the people I study, them are the people I want to know. Without giving up everything. Money comes and goes. I don't want to fucking talk about money and material thing. That comes and goes. That's 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 something that shouldn't be compared to. If you really if we're really passionate about something and we really mean it, you shouldn't even put money in there right now. We should not chase money. Because if we chase money, we always chase money. No matter how much we get, we should chase opportunity and passion. So in a week, I decided to do the David Goggins Challenge. I love what the guy has to say. What happens if he stayed weak? What happens if that guy didn't fucking decide I've had enough of being the fucking victim and being a fucking excuse maker full of shit? He's changing people's life. 
the whole point of this, uh, uh, of our destiny, for me, when people ask me, I said, I'm, I'm not scared to die because of where I'm going. I'm scared to die because I'm not done. I want to leave a legacy. I want to help change people's lives, including my own family. I want to say, look, my dad did this at this age. My pop-pop, grandfather, which I'm a pop-pop. I have four grandkids. He did this at this age. He changed. He gave up stuff. He sacrificed. If he did it, we can do it too. When everybody was against him, when everybody was questioning what he was doing, when people were criticizing, trying to poke fun, trying to have something to say, whatever it is, judge him. He kept fucking going. Just like where I'm at right now, gaining a lot of a lot of people on my team. And I'm on their team. We're supporting one another. I want to fucking leave a legacy. I want to make a difference. It does not matter how much money I make. I just need to be able to make a living at it so I can keep going and help people. There's people out there that need this shit. There's a lack of this. We have enough soft shit. We have enough weak shit. We have enough victims. Fuck y'all in your cancel culture. Go fuck yourself with that. Don't bring that shit here. That's to keep your ass weak. And there's a reason why we're, we're at in society. There's a reason. This shit didn't happen overnight. If a David Goggins didn't fulfill his obligation to himself, where would we be? Where would there would be none of that? There wouldn't be people doing the 4x4x48 four by four by challenge. So let me tell you this. All these Again, I talked about it a while back in my podcast. All these little challenges I do, I'm working on some stuff. I, it, sometimes it takes a while to fit things together. It takes a while to figure it. Sometimes I'll be in the middle of a run and I'll think, fuck, and that's what I'm going to do. Now that makes sense. So I had decided in a week to do this. I had been going back and forth about it. Felt like I was really not trained up. And, and again, uh, when I say trained up, anybody that works out regularly, uh, that trains, does any kind of a, uh, anything competitive, understand there's a difference between training and working out. Uh, I was just maintaining. Uh, I, I knew I had some Spartan races to do this year. My Spartan races got canceled last year because of COVID, so I kind of hit cruise control, not intentionally. When I mean cruise control, I was probably hitting about two runs a week between four to eight miles, uh, getting my push-ups in, getting my pull-ups in, maybe going to – I'm not a big gym rat anymore. I'll get into another conversation about that later. I go to the gym as needed. <clears throat> um, I go to the gym and when I feel like I need some weights probably twice a week, if that, and I do high reps, low weight. Nothing like I did years ago. I used to be a big power lifter. Talk about that later. Don't want to bore y'all with that shit. Uh, and I kept going back and forth, and I told my family, I said, you know, I don't want to make an excuse. And the people I network with, big shout out to all these people. My girl in Dallas, I ain't going to say the name, uh, her name. I don't even know if I know her real name. She fucking finished it. She's a fucking savage. She was doing that and the Andy Frisella 75-day hard challenge. That woman is a fucking beast, man. I mentioned her in the last podcast. I'm going to leave her name off because I'm not sure how comfortable she is with this. This woman put it fucking down, man. Uh, she's fucking attractive and she's a fucking savage and doing both of them at the same time. As always, my buddy fucking Hector in California, this dude is doing massive shit. He knows he's a fucking goat. <laughs> I'm, I, hey, I ain't trying to keep up with him, man. Um, we inspire each other and... uh uh, 
if it wasn't for this dude, I probably would not have done it. Uh, and he didn't even try to talk me into it. I just felt like I needed to do it. And all of this is leading up to something else. And uh, uh, my other butt, another, another fucking savage, Rudy. He's getting back on track. I hope he's okay with me saying his name. This dude is a fucking warrior. And he, he's got his Iron Man canceled this year. Uh, I'm not going to say his last name. Uh, maybe he's not comfortable with that. There's a lot of people with these names out there. Uh, they're a big... These, these dudes are fucking... All these people put in the work. I just use these three as examples. They put in the fucking work. And uh, it, it's really kind of... If you get shit canceled, like I got my my, my Spartan Beast and Ultra canceled, it kind of it kind of gets you in a slump and a depression. These guys put in the work. They put in the work when no one's putting in the work, man. So fucking man, y'all keep being fucking warriors. I look, man. Hey, if y'all tell me I'm an inspiration to you, I feel like that I'm humble about that, man. Because y'all are what got me to do this. So there's tougher challenges than this. I know when Rudy does his Iron Man, he'll be knocking that out. I know this young, this, this uh, <coughs> excuse me, cop. This uh, lovely woman, uh, savage woman, is fixing to do an ultra, another ultra. Really, the what we did this weekend was an ultra, but it was spread out differently. Hector's always fucking doing them. He's fucking knocking them out left and right. And uh, this dude is one did a couple of the toughest challenges on earth. They're back putting in the work, man. They're inspiration to me. So. I just wanted to give you a little breakdown of what 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 it what this did. I got ready not to make an excuse, but I had it. I had some reasonable excuses. I didn't have no time off of work. I couldn't get off. I was exhausted from work. I had other obligations. And then I thought about it and told my family, I'm about to tell the wrong group of motherfuckers why I can't do it. Who am I tell these fucking savages why I can't do it? And I said, fuck, I'm just going to do it with no training. I'm just going to do it with what I know. So, uh, I started the challenge Friday. I had to set it up. I know Goggins started his at 8 o'clock at night. It was supposed to be set up to do it that way. My deal was there's no way that was going to work with my work schedule. And when I mean that, that's not an excuse to let y'all know some of our work schedules, we're not going to be able to stop after four hours and go run. I hope some people understand that shit. So, we had to set it up. I went all the way back to 4 o'clock in the morning. That wasn't going to work. Went all the way up taking the girls to school. That wasn't going to work. I looked at the gap. People say I can't just stop at work and say, hey, I need to go run. That doesn't work. The point of being able to do this for a living one day, that's the goal. That's the only goal. The podcast, the books, the merchandise, the speaking, going and fucking savaging people up. Yes, then I can do it. Right now, I can't. I'm not there yet. We're on our way. So the configuration after four times of writing it down was I started around 2 to 3 o'clock in the afternoon. So I did that. Went to work in the morning. Took my step took, my, took the girls to school. Uh, got up. I was up at 5, 36 o'clock. Did my routine. Did that. Was going to do me no good to run in the morning because the math wasn't going to add up. Did that. Got to work. Got off of work a little bit early. Got a four-mile run in. It never happens like this. I get called back to work. <laughs> I have to go work for a few hours. I was going to be able to come home and rest and get that next run in outside. And there are, look, I got no problem running outside. I got no problem running in the dark. But it also depends on where you live. It depends on what kind of environment you live in. It depends on all the roads or the sidewalks. We don't live in a place like that. You will get your ass mowed down and smoked out here. Seriously. 
So uh, it happens all the time where we live. So that fucked me up. Going back to work for about three and a half hours, I had to get right off and go get the next run in. So my first two runs were at the trail. That's my home trail. I call it my home trail at the park. Got that done. Got home. Uh, this knew that I had to look. I have a treadmill, older treadmill. I had took it to an, another uh, friend and family member's house. I never even used the motherfucker. I don't want them. I don't fucking like them. But I went and got it back and brought it home. Never had even used it. We bought it five years old and we've had it for about six or seven years. So I went and got it, brought it back. Because I said, I got to have some nighttime. I'm going to have to hit some nighttime runs. And the thing, the way my calculations were adding up was if I love to go to the park, but the park is 13 miles away. If I drive there every time, I'm losing time. I could be resting. So I started figuring that, again, only runners and people that get in deep, deep solitude by themselves understand this. And they will understand the benefits of this. Was I said, I need to condense that time. I need more time here at the house. And if I don't drive and if I don't have to go fuck with that, then I can fucking chill more. And I can get some nutrients in me. I can get some water in me. I can get my feet up. I can get my fucking shins and my, my feet iced down. So I got the two... Uh, <clears throat> um, two runs in, ten. My for me, I said ten. I I had miscalculated. I had to rewrite it down. I ended up getting it in like ten thirty. My next, it was on the thirty or the forty five. Excuse me. So like two forty five, then six forty five, and ten forty five. I wrote it down wrong. I had to rewrite it. So at ten, I got that one. Something at ten something. Laid back down, and I got up for that two something. Man, that was a fucking ass kicker. See, the whole point of this is sleep deprivation. You think, well, you got four hours in between. It's really not four hours. Think about it. Your, your heart rate goes up. You're trying to wind down. You're, you need to eat, but you're not hungry. Can't get nothing too heavy, but you have to get something new. You're drinking plenty of water. You have to, but you're craving something else. But you need a little bit of sugar and some fucking electrolytes. By the time you get all that down, maybe you got to take a bathroom. Maybe you got to go to the bathroom. Uh, when you decide to take a shower or whatever you do, boom, you're already about two and a half hours right there. So you might get 30 minutes, an hour, hour and a half sleep in between. some. And then when that sunshine hits, you get a little bit of energy back, you're not going to get any. So when I got done with the two-something run, uh, right when I finished up, I had to shower and get ready for work and leave the house at 3.30 in the morning. I don't have a long day on that Saturday, but it's still, it's the time frame. It's not the hours. It's the time I have to get up. <clears throat> so this time of the year, five months after the year, I have to get up every Saturday at that time. Unless I'm off or I'm on vacation. Got up. Got to work. Got done. My next run was slated at like 6.40, 6.45. So... Um, Got done with work. Well, got done, got done with most of it. And got my run started about 7. So each time you start late, that backs it up. You end up losing more time. I had one point that I hit a 2 hour and 40 minute window that I had to start the next one. That's just the way it goes. I was fucking wiped out. So I got that run in. As soon as I got off of work, got the park done. Had to go back to work, finish up a few things. Only took about an hour, hour and a half. Um... Got home, 
Got some nutrients, got some water, got a smoothie in me. Got the next run in, outdoors, it was beautiful. Uh, feels good, like a, I heard Goggins say this, when that sunlight hits you, it gives you power, you feel good, you find the motivation, you, you can dig deep. It's at 2 or 3 or 4 o'clock in the fucking morning, when you've laid on the couch or in your bed, and you fucking feel comfortable, and you just got to sleep, and the alarm goes off, if you need an alarm. You know, people could cheat on this, but you're only fucking cheating yourself. You know if you fucking did it or not. So, got them, got two more runs outside. Uh, on that Saturday night, decided uh, to go to the track to mix it up a little bit. And I was, me being a younger man, teenager, early 20s, I was a sprinter. I never ran distance. I never ran longer on a track, if I had to, than a fucking quarter I did laps when I was made to do them, never volunteered to do anything over a mile. So, four miles is 16 laps. It fucking sucks on the track. I'd rather run fucking 10 miles out on the fucking road than run four miles on the fucking track. But, I went and did it because it cut down on the time I had to drive. Got back home. I was going to do two more treadmill runs. So, <clears throat> I turned into three more treadmill runs. Because I woke up at 7 o'clock in the, I mean, my seven, uh, my 6.45 run or whatever it was. And it was like 38 outside. I said, fuck it, I ain't doing it. I ain't going out there. Uh, so I didn't savage up there, but I got the run. But the 2.30, 2.45 run, man, I was so fucking exhausted. And what's a trip? I got the most sleep then. I slept like for an hour and 20 minutes. At that point, I don't think I had slept two hours altogether. Maybe. Maybe two or three hours. Uh, I got it all written down in my notes. And I'm going to do a whole analysis on this later. <clears throat> and I got up. I, I could barely function. My fucking legs. I could feel my fucking... Feel like needles in my feet. I felt uh, I felt weak. And uh, I didn't feel rested when washing my face with cold water. I had my fucking Hawaiian board shorts on and no shoes. And I got up and got through that fucking run with no shoes on that treadmill. I didn't... I was so tired, I said, fuck shoes, fuck socks. I just decided to do it. And I was like, fuck it. Uh, I'm going to do it. So I did the next one at 6-something. Did the next one uh, at 10-something. At went outside. Got that one in. And then I finished up my last one at the park. So I think I hit. Let me see. One, two, three, four trail runs. There's 12 runs. Four trail runs. I hit one on the track. I hit one, two, three, four, five. Uh... Excuse me, five um, treadmill runs. And I didn't want to do that. So that brings me up to 10. I did two run country road runs. So I got them in. And uh, this is what I got from this. My, my calculations, in 48 hours, I lost between 7 and 9 pounds. <clears throat> they told me when I got older, your metabolism is going to slow down. You're not going to be able to lose weight that easy. And I still do. I'm past my mid-40s. And I want to make this clear. I'm not the fucking specimen of fitness. I like to fucking drink beer. I like to drink wine. I like to fucking eat good food. I like to fucking barbecue. I like to smoke. So here's my thing. And I, I smoke cigarettes. I used to smoke cigarettes in the past. I mean, smoke food. I like to grill. I find a balance. I don't track all this shit all the time. I do what I need to do at the time. I'm fishing to train for Spartan. I've been, that's been, that's been my main thing for years. 
I just do what needs to be done at the time. I feel like life is too short on one hand not to take care of yourself. But life is also too short not to fucking enjoy my beer. Not to have a fucking good glass of wine. Not to fucking eat some fucking good barbecue. To eat a good burger. To eat a good pizza. So this week I ate whatever the fuck I wanted to. Not one day, all fucking week. Monday I start fucking training for Spartan. I got about 60 days. You know, I didn't track my water. I know without a doubt, I drank three liters on an average, two to three liters on an average day. And then when I'm training, I drank a gallon. Most of the time. I have all the stuff I took. I took some smoothies. I took a lot of uh, uh, peanuts, a lot of trail mix, a lot of power bars. I ate some shredded chicken without anything on it. I ate uh, a lot of bananas, uh, fresh fruit. And I got through. Look, I'm not saying all of it's not important. I'm saying we overcomplicate it. We make it seem like it's more than it is. So it's like me. I don't walk around with a six-pack all the time. I don't look super fucking shredded, but that's not my goal. I like to stay in shape for the things I want to do. It's not being cocky. It's just the fact I know what to do come time to do it. There's a balance in there somewhere. If I decide I want some good draft beer and some fucking Mexican food, that's what the fuck I do. I love fucking cake. I love cake. I don't eat one every day. I'm going to eat one, and then I'm probably going to go a fucking few months. I'm not going to eat another one. <clears throat> I see people putting shit on their oh, I can't believe I usually did this. I don't do that one day. I ate what the fuck I wanted to all goddamn week. Y'all quit fucking kidding yourselves. We got one go at this life. That's it. You only live once, bullshit. You only die once. So I'm going to enjoy the things I want to enjoy, and then I'm going to put in the goddamn work when it comes time to put in the work, man. So that's what I do. The whole point of this, you get real in your head. You get so far in your soul in your head. And as David Goggins was saying in that cookie jar, you fucking dig deep. You fucking figure out what's in you. I love running. I don't necessarily love running because of the necessary, just the physical benefits. I say this a lot because of the mental benefits. And only runners get that. And to backtrack a little bit, well, I just talked about my diet and all the things I do. I mean, can you keep it more fucking real than that? I could take a picture of fucking juicing every day and some green shit and all the fucking fresh shit I eat and go out and eat a fucking double cheeseburger fucking patty melt with a fucking uh, loaded fucking milkshake and not put it. It's just like people, it's like everything on, <clears throat> excuse me, on social media. We don't know what the fuck people do in their free time. We know what they fucking post. The results speak for themselves. I look how I look. I don't walk around with a six-pack all the time. I get close to one occasionally through my mid-40s. I find a balance. And if I don't find a balance, I don't fucking enjoy it. This shit's enjoyable to me. I like fucking suffering. I like sacrificing. If I just did fucking... Watch my diet, watch my water intake, didn't get a burger for two fucking weeks or a month and fucking decided to only eat vegetables and fucking fresh fish for whatever it was. I'll do that for fucking two weeks or a month. So when I get that goddamn reward, I'm fucking ecstatic about it. But I do fucking do that. I don't do it till after the fact, but I go put in the goddamn work. And if you're not, I suggest maybe you do it, man. I don't kid myself and just like beer and anything else. Look, I don't feel the need to quit because it's not a problem for me. 
Most people feel the need to quit because they can't control themselves. And that's another form of discipline. And that's between them and whatever their demons are. For me, I know what I'm doing. And if I, if I couldn't control it, I wouldn't do it. But I know when to say, okay, I need to get ready for this. Just like that, I didn't have much training. I got it done. It wasn't pretty. My goal for me, my pace isn't that good right now because I don't focus on that. I wanted my personal goal I made for myself. I didn't tell anybody was I thought usually between <clears throat> four and six miles. I'll stay. Let me see. Uh, usually between four miles if I'm training, I'll stay between 34 and 40 minutes, depending, you know, uh, if it's six, I usually stay under an hour, uh, uh, 53 to minute, 50, 52 minutes to an hour, just training, whatever, you know, workout. So I was like, okay, I'm going to say the first, this is just realistically speaking, the first half, I'm going to go probably 10 minute mile. And then the next half, I would like to stay 12 or under. That would be my goal. Realistically, it might be more than that. And, uh, and what's worse, what's crazy is the treadmill was less pounding and less pressure. And my worst runs were on the treadmill. Them last two nighttime runs on the treadmill, like I said, I love running and all of that. I never want to be more done with running in my fucking life. Up to this point, the most I have did in a regular run race, I think is about, I mean, let me do my calculations. 5K is 3 miles, 3.1, so 3, 6, 9, 12, 15, 18, 5, 10. I think I did a 30K once, uh, a half marathon uh, a, hand, a few times, no full marathon. Uh, the 30K was a, uh, so 30K is 3, uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 18 miles, something like that, a little over 18 miles. Uh Never did a marathon. I've done a bunch of obstacle racing. And uh, like I said, I didn't get into this until I was about 28 years old. Uh, being a powerlifter and a sprinter at that time, uh, totally different, totally different dynamics. And uh, I said, and I'm really not that small for, for a runner, for, um, for a, a distance runner. And I'm right at 5'8", and I'm usually between 185, 200 pounds. Because uh, I, I don't lift heavy no more, but I still carry that. I still carry that stocky build, and uh, that's why I don't lift weights that much no more because it just comes back that quick. Because that's what I did for fifteen or twenty years. So, uh, I my my goal the under twelve minute or under, and I think only twice I didn't hit that, and that just it just wasn't gonna happen. I wasn't gonna pick it back up. I was suffering, and I wanted to be done with running so fucking bad. So since then. I don't want to say I have stress fractures. I don't know. Uh, I've had a lot of injuries in my life that I haven't treated. Uh, anybody that knows me knows that I'm not intentional or neglectful, but I'm real neglectful of my injuries. I don't go to the doctor much. Not not trying to be a badass. I just don't. Uh, I've had dislocated uh, joints and shit. I've had people pop, pop me back into joint. I don't even go to the fucking doctor. Uh, I'm just now starting to get physicals again. I start next month. Thank God I'm blessed to be able to do that. Um, uh, I've stitched my own uh, stuff up with super glue. Doesn't make me a badass. Uh, my pain tolerance isn't as high as it used to be, but I do shit like that. 
Uh, I kind of downplay it. Uh, I've stitched my eye shut. I've stitched my foot shut. So a lot of times I don't know if it's worse or or, or less than it is. But uh, uh, my my left ankle is really bruised, and I can tell where I have my compression socks on that I wore them raw. I got three or four blisters on the bottom of my feet. Uh, seven to nine pound loss. <laughs> I went straight and got me some Mexican food and some cold draft beer and some dessert, and I couldn't keep it down. It, it came right back up. I just want to make it a point that 48 hours, how much your body changes. You put your body through that shock. That's how big changes happen. That's how mental changes happen. And uh, I probably gained about four of it back this week. And I'm getting ready for Monday. I'm going to announce some new challenges. So uh, I just wanted to get on here and talk about what that meant to me. Digging deep and overcoming these things and getting done. And I just want to say this. There's no reward. There's no finish line. There's no fuck. The, the reward is knowing that we accomplishment, we accomplished it and putting us in the community that we're in. Let me say this. Nobody supports you like you're running people around that you network with. I've never met most of these people in person. Everybody I just mentioned, I've never met them in person. I feel like I know them. We will meet in person. I look very much to meeting these people in person. Nobody supports you like people on the same mission doing similar things that you don't know unlike people you do know in your community and your family man i hey i love talking to these people it's very good support system and hey look you hear me pounding my chest hey that means a lot that means a lot this is what we're supposed to do we're supposed to help people help themselves but when you do things like this it gives you the mental discipline to know you can do something else that's what david goggins talks about getting in that cookie jar once you do that you say hey i did this before i know i can do this again and i had to dig deep man probably the top for me top three toughest things i've done uh as far as any of my challenges or any of my races anything like that but then again i again it depends on what you're comparing it to i'm comparing it to what i've did not what other people have did I run my own race. I compare myself. I don't compare myself to no one else. But uh, it feels good to complete it. Know that shirt will be in in a couple of days, man. And you, we can wear it proudly knowing that we completed that. Knowing that we can be part of that. We're part of it. Let's say, I don't know how many people did it around the globe. Let's say fucking 20,000 people. I don't fucking know. I'm going to look it up and find out. 20,000 people did it. Do you understand how small that is around the globe? I don't know one person in my fucking community that done it. Maybe they did, but if they did, it's only a handful of us. Everybody I network with is either in another fucking town, another fucking metropolitan area, another state, or in another country. Everybody I've networked with. Hey, everyone in this community that listens to this, if I didn't know, I don't know your name, I appreciate the support. I hope you appreciate my support. Send me anything you got on this challenge. Any pictures you took of yourself. Any videos. Any hashtags. Anything. <coughs> Excuse me. Even if it's late, I would love to share it. You know what we do? We keep on. We keep on discipline. We keep on tr challenging ourselves. We keep on doing this. We keep on making the sacrifices. And we build a community together. Man, this is what being savage is all about. This is what this community is. This is what savaging the fuck up your life looks like. This is what living through action means. Not saying what you do. Fucking action speaking for yourself. And when you your actions speak for themselves, 
people either gravitate to you or they back the fuck up. More is going to back up. More are going to wash out. But you know what it does? It puts the right people with you. You take less people. You take quality over quantity. Because I've had a lot of people wash out of my life. When you do what the fuck you say you're going to do. They're either going to get on board or they don't want no part of it. So, I feel like I have more to say on that. I'm going to be posting. Anybody that follows any of my social media sites, I'm going to be posting my meals. I'm going to post all my times, all the stuff I did. Hey, man, all the community that we did this together, it felt fucking phenomenal. I don't know when I'm going to do it again. It's going to be a while. I ain't going to do it no time soon. I'm going to do some other stuff, but I'm not going to do this. I get ready to gear up. If I get my ankle, I got to get my ankle right. My ankle's fucked up. It's fucking bruised up. It fucking hurts. I get ready to gear up for Spartan. I got to get ready. I got some other stuff coming up. All this is leading up to something that I've been, that I'm working on in the next two years. I don't even want to speak about it right now because I think it's going to get me, take me two years just to fucking mentally prepare to do it. When I get close enough, I'll post about it. Another episode coming this week. I appreciate y'all. I'm humbly grateful for anyone that supports. It's really important if I can get some subscriptions, get, uh, get people to subscribe. That's very important to go on there and make a monthly donation. Uh, you have three different choices or you can donate what you want. It's usually like $1, $5, $10 a month. Everybody has that. Spotify, Anchor Podcast, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Overcast, whatever it is. I'm Jason. This is Savage Mind Podcast. Man, y'all fucking stay hard. Fucking discipline equals freedom. Something I was saying long before this. Stay humble. Live savage. Love y'all.